Welcome to the future of NFTs, brought to you by Adlunum, the first engaged to earn proof of attention IDO launchpad. Hosted by co-founder Natya Bester, we bring you exclusive insights on NFTs, the revolutionary digital technology that's transforming the world as we know it. Hey, Web3 World, this is Natya Bester, co-founder of Adlunum, and you are listening to The Future of NFTs, where every single week we speak to amazing thought leaders, pioneers, in this incredible Web3 space that we all find ourselves in. And today is no different because today I am joined in studio and it's cool because now we are not live on Twitter spaces anymore. So I can actually say join in studio. It's a digital remote studio, but still by uh, Ashok, I'm going to try and pronounce your name as correctly as I can because I practiced your surname <laughs> quite a few times but I might still mess it up. But let's, let's, here goes. Uh, by Ashok Balasramanian. I'm so sorry, Ashok. It's, your surname is very long. <laughs> Even with all of my, all of my practice sessions, it still didn't go well. <laughs> so Ashok, Ashok is the assistant vice president and the chief of metaverse for NFT and for Come Earth. And again, I'm not 100% sure how to pronounce this. So Ashok, I'm going to actually, once I finish introducing you, just ask you to maybe reintroduce the the name, uh, the names sure. of the companies. Um, so Ashok is leading a challenging mission, and yes, I 100% agree, it's incredibly challenging to make Web3 accessible and affordable for brands, people, and communities worldwide. Anchoring the Web3 transition for some of the biggest brands in the world. Ashok is at the core of shaping the metaverse and the NFT industry and guides the core team at NFTically, if I'm pronouncing that correctly, building a unique e-commerce and social gamified metaverse. Very, very interesting to be speaking to Ashok today because I think that definitely piques all of our interests to hear something like this. E-commerce and the metaverse is where a lot of people say things are going, uh, but we haven't seen much. And so it's absolutely incredible to have someone on the show that is actually building and working on this. So with over 12,000 plus NFT projects hosted with NFTically white label engine, Ashok and his team is inching closer towards making the metaverse a place for meaningful and experiential digital interaction between brands and consumers. So Ashok, I think what we are talking about today is so, so pertinent in terms of what is going on in the industry at the moment. Uh, we are seeing very interesting movements in Web3. Uh, and I think if people are looking from the outside, if they are looking at what is happening in the industry, it might feel that there's not that much movement because all we hear about is the bad things. The hacks, the scams, the market value that has been lost. And only if you work in Web3 do you hear about the positive growth and expansion that is taking place. So I always say Web3, it really depends on who you ask, what it means, the answer that you're going to get. So the more that someone knows about it, the likelier the answer is going to be positive. But if you've only heard about it in passing, 
probably you're not going to have a very good definition. So please tell me what is your web, what is your definition of Web3? And please introduce yourself again so we can have the proper pronunciation. <laughs> Absolutely. So good evening from India and good morning to and good afternoon to everyone who's listening to this uh, amazing uh, you know, session from any part of the world. And first of all, thank you for having me today. And uh, trust me, Nacha, you've been doing an amazing job. I mean, people like you are going to be something very important for, for, this, for this space, not just us, but people like you and your team, you know, who takes this entire conversation to the global market, to people who are not aware of what's Web3. It's very important to educate everyone. And, and trust me, you're doing an amazing job. And let me introduce myself. Uh, my name is Ashok Balasubramanian. You can call me Ashok. And I'm the AVP and Chief of Metaverse for NFT Kelly. I have over a decade experience into uh, you know, corporates. And uh, I started off working with uh, corporates like Oracle. I was into business development and sales for, for more than you know, six to seven years. And then I moved on. I worked with almost uh, you know, top 100 Fortune uh, 500 companies. And I uh, was working, leading the entire uh, U.S. operations, business operations for procurement intelligence for quite some time. And from there, I moved on. I had my own company. I jumped into entrepreneurship. I was into sports technology company. And that's when, you know, this, this everlasting love towards Web3 kicked off. Trust me. Uh, I, I heard about, you know, Web3, you know, from some of my corporate friends in terms of what's happening, the blockchain, NFTs. It was pretty interesting, you know, forget about the, the foundation, the fundamentals of how this works, but the term in itself, it's pretty, you know, gives a lot of curiosity for you to understand, to learn more about it. That was my first step, you know, to, to learn a lot about what's happening in this space. So and that's how I ended up being in Web3. And now... Uh, at NFT Kelly, we are one of the pioneers in bringing the SaaS atmosphere into Web3 space. So when I say SaaS, th there are times where, you know, multiple public marketplaces were, you know, jumping into the market. At that time, we, we figured out that, you know, it's really important to, you know, work on the simplification of the, you know, complex process involved in blockchain. And uh, hence, we rolled out uh, something very unique. I mean, we wanted every brand leaders out there to build their own marketplace. I mean, people would have heard Spotify. I mean, people would have heard, uh, you know, OpenSea, Rarible, and, and whatnot. But we want to, you know, build something very interesting for the brand leaders where they can build their own OpenSea or Rarible. That's how we started off. And, and Fast forward six months, we almost had over 8,000 plus marketplaces built on our SaaS engine. And uh, from there, it's been an amazing journey. So we've, we've had artists, we have celebrities, we have consumer brands, we've had personal products, we have communities, we've got a lot more, even the virtual real estate, you know, uh, metaverses who are out there, they started using our engine uh, for the, you know, marketplace perspective so that's how we we ended up the entire 2022 of course by mid 2022 we started doing a lot more we inclined towards the big game which is metaverse and we announced 
our e-commerce social gamified metaverse called Com Earth by uh, the month of July. And uh, from there, there's a lot happening. I'll, I, I'm, I'm pretty excited to give you a lot more about what we're doing on, on Com Earth. Oh, that is amazing traction. Uh, 8,000 marketplaces in six months and that in the first six months, I think what it really tells me is the huge opportunity in the space. The fact that we are still so early. Um, I mean, most people, most people really don't understand what is happening in this industry. So to have 8,000 marketplaces as a brand new company in the first six months of launch, it's almost like a smoke signal telling us how desperately hungry people are for these kind of services. So yeah, that's really fascinating. Uh, definitely something that I want to come back to uh, later in the conversation. Um, but I love, yeah, I even made a note of it. Um, the simplification of complex processes in blockchain. I, yeah, that is, you know, the number one line that stood out for me because that's exactly what we need. I mean, if you explain to someone what you do, so I am actually curious, how would you explain? I mean, I'm sure you have family members and friends and people who absolutely have no clue what you do on a daily basis. So how would you describe your service to someone who doesn't know anything? Because I think for me, this is the biggest challenge that we are facing in this industry is even the fundamental foundational definitions that we use. I mean, it's so much jargon. It's so much, you know, I, I also used to work in corporate. I worked in the pharma industry and in marketing. So, you know, I had the best or the worst of both worlds of jargon because you... <laughs> You use language that no one else understands. And if you are used to sp speaking this way at the office and then you suddenly go home and you try to, you know, have the same conversations, which I'm sure we've all done, or you meet friends and you almost instantly slip into the zogan. So I feel like this is exactly what we are doing in Web3. We have this bubble, right, where everyone that knows what's going on they can talk the talk and they can walk, but how do we onboard everyone else who has no clue? So please tell me, how would you introduce what, uh, in fact, anything, uh, whether it's the metaverse, whether it's supporting brands coming into the metaverse, how do you, how do you tell your non-technical audience what you do as a company? Sure. See, fundamentally, uh, you know, for me, Web3 is the next internet, right? I mean, right now, you know, if you look at the kind of internet users that we have, it's, you know, almost, you know, 90%, close to 90% of the world population are exposed to internet, which is the current internet version would be the, we call it as Web2. If you look at the beginning of Web2 in terms of how Web2 was formed, you know, when, when Amazon was created, when, you know, Facebook was you know, formed by 2004, people are people were hesitant to to learn about Web3, the new internet. Where I mean, Web2, where you know, where you can push something on online, you can sell something on online, putting your data online. People were quite, you know, little afraid in terms of how my data would be there. I mean, 
we've all passed that stage right i mean it took us more than 7 years when amazon was was, was formed or was known to most of the people by 2000 or 2001 that's not the year amazon was formed amazon was formed way long back you know by 1993 or 1984 i think you know there were a lot of people talking about that you could sell something online but it took us 7 years 8 years for for the entire world population to actually you know learn about how the next internet would be so i think we are actually currently the kind of a similar transition period right i mean what we are trying to build for for the next generation of internet users beat nfts beat blockchain beat metaverses out there you know those are not built for you me or or our grandparents or parents that's something for for the next generation of consumer internet users right so that's how i you know basically present you know whatever that we're trying to do right i mean it's a two different worlds and i also i'm a firm believer of you know this digital life i call it as a second life right i mean that's how i also start my conversation because that picks that curiosity sir from someone you know what's that second life you know people are more you know they are they're done with one life i mean what i do to do with two lives over there so that's how i picked the conversation and also when people talk about immersive we you know in terms of metaverse how is that going to be affecting will that be something uh, going to be advantage or it's going to be disadvantage for for people to you know start using the next set you know generation of internet and i tell them you know in one or the other form they're already immersed into you know technology right if you look at everybody who's who's watching this or who's listening to this if you look at your mobile phones and see how many how much screen time you're actually using on your mobile phones it's it's close to about 6 to 7 hours a day i mean precisely for someone who's into corporate or who's more digitally enabled person they spend an average of 6 to 7 hours a day you know on mobile phones we're already immersed into a technology into something like you know uh, metaverse and now in the future you know instead of having a device maybe you'll just feel just you know being that being part of that different world and you need to have your own identity you need to have your own avatar to go explore so basically the next internet is all about you know learning and expressing who you are as an identity right i mean that's the core focus and brands are now still you know figuring out i mean i would i wouldn't say figure figure would probably the face to a face they are now learning you know in terms of how this new space is you know going to be built on and they are doing a lot of research on the next generation of consumers next generation of consumers are you know tricky trust me you and me can correlate in terms of our our journey towards what all we have seen what all we have learned but the next generation they are tech savvies the way they think the day with their way the way they buy things the way they communicate with each other the priorities what they have in their lives are completely different from the you know the previous generation so right now you know brands are you know learning about the next generation of consumers oh thank you such a brilliant answer because i come from a background of the early internet in terms of digital marketing so i say early but it wasn't early it was 10 years ago 
So if you say really the early internet, you have to talk about the 1980s or even going back, right? And that's the true early internet. But I mean, I, I refer to the early internet as 10 years ago. So the fact of the matter is that people, it's like a flowing stream, right? Like, I mean, there's one stream and everyone is in the stream. Some people are rowing boats in the stream, others are swimming. Others are just being, you know, swept along with the current, but we are all in the same street to an extent. And of course, mentally, we each have our own universe. I mean, my definitions and perspectives and all of these things are very different from yours, but neither you nor I can remove the fact that technology is how the world is functioning now. So whether I believe in technology or not, but it still is what makes the world tick. The way that money and power makes the world tick, well, technology is part of that, that, that you know package now. And so I really love what you said about, we are not actually building this for the internet users of today. And I think this is a very painful thing for a lot of people to think about and to admit to themselves, right? Because, I mean, Jeff Bezos, back when he started Amazon, he wasn't the guy that he is today. Elon Musk didn't start off, I mean, if he had used Twitter in his early days, I don't think he would have had as many responses as he gets now, right? So we look at these people at the height of, I mean, it's, it's debatable whether it's fame or success or happiness or whatever you might call it, but we look at them much later in the end game for them. And then we emulate or we wanna have this life. But the reality is that founders now, the ones that are working in Web3, they probably are not going to have the immediate successes or even the medium term successes that they would want. And that's a really painful thing to swallow if you're the project. It's also painful to swallow if you are the investors who invested in the project because we say, you know, we say that we're in it for the long haul, but we're not really because long is not very long in this day and age. So for sure, we are seeing a lot of movement around brands and how brands are coming in and dipping a toe into the water. And I think recently the, the Porsche uh, NFT collection that was such a huge public relations, almost scandal in Web3, where everyone was like, oh, can you believe, you know, you and I have both worked for corporates. We know that probably it was like two people somewhere in a back office and they just had the resources to do it. And, you know, it wasn't even like a, a truly planned thing, probably, because they are just testing it out right now. So I am extremely curious because we see a lot of movement at the big brand level and they are what gets um, the press and the media and the attention. But with a platform such as yours, I'm so interested in learning about who are those, let's say, audience or user types that most often use your platform. Is it just brands or are we also seeing movement in other areas in the professional and business world? Sure. <clears throat> so if we look at NFTically, as I mentioned, we're more like a Shopify for, for Web3, where if anybody wants to kick off a project, I mean, drop an NFT, right? I mean, there are platforms like OpenSea, as I mentioned, OpenSea and Rarible, which is an open public marketplace, just like Amazon and Flipkart, you know, what we have currently for Web2 scenario. 
but nevertheless any brand who are still you know displaying the products in amazon they still have their own website they still have their own marketplace so we nftically you know want to you know simplify the complexity not just in the process but also from an investment point of view from a time process you know point of view you know so we want brands to build their own you know marketplace with with not much of you know investment into it i mean 70% of our clients have gone live with their own marketplace own branded custom marketplace within couple of days right and almost 20% of them have gone live within couple of hours too with their own marketplace right it all depends on how you know prepared they are in terms of you know from the content point point of view in terms of how they want to build their community because nft is all about building community right we talked about a lot of projects you know by early 2021 you know that was a time where people started you know jumping into nfts everybody started you know dropping nft everybody wants to build a community so what is community community is not there's no definition that 100 people or 100000 people a community even a five member people can become a community right so that was something which which happened in 2001 i mean 2021 where uh, we see a lot number of nft projects coming in everybody wanted to build a community of some you know purpose you know there should be a purpose behind every project right for example if i'm i'm an avid you know watch lover right i mean i have a huge collection of watches but if i look at finding people of similar you know interest in the real world it's going to take you know a lot of time for me to understand that community where are those communities are i i won't be able to even talk to them so these nft projects comes with different you know types different purpose different you know beliefs different interests so so that's how you know this entire nft you know started you know booming by 2021 but 2022 unfortunately you know you know a lot a lot of things you know uh, went you know towards the negative aspect of it for a simple reason that everybody can start something but you know there are only few people who understands this technology who who believes that you know building community engaging community and 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 taking this to the next level is something a commitment than just a responsibility right i mean people started you know not giving the value whatever they promised as part of the nft projects and people started whoever who bought those nfts have started you know talking the negative aspect of the technology than the project owners right that's that's a two different ball game right i mean technology is technology it's all about the people who are going to use the technology right be it positive or be it negative it's all about the people who are going to use it i mean from a blockchain technology perspective it's you know extremely you know well poised for for the next generation of users and i also tell this to everyone you know before if somebody wants to understand you know the the web3 or blockchain in one line i would tell them you know uh, you you might have you know own something in the real world maybe your properties maybe your cars maybe your you know whatever that you have owned in the real world uh, web3 is going to give you that opportunity to own something on internet right i mean so far we've not you know owned anything you know we could create multiple duplicate copies of anything that we want but when you want to own something on internet i mean that's where web3 technology or blockchain technology is poised so coming back to the question so brands build these marketplaces and brands you know 
communicate this to their audience or fans or community and that's how our platform you know gains traction from different brands and different communities different projects i mean everybody have a different set of plans or strategy towards how to you know engage or build that community and we are we are not a you know a kind of a service company where we help with every brand in terms of how they build their community in fact we just give the technology to them and they use our engine to to engage and you know drop nfts create collections you know and 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 there's a lot more aspect function and features that we offer which opensea or other platforms third party marketplaces isn't offering and that's something which is you know helping brands to you know build more you know uh, interactions and engagements within the platform yeah thank you that that really clears it up i think what really stood out for me is you are supporting so many creators in the creator economy by taking exactly their philosophy to the core of your business's dna so we have this legacy thinking of service and not to say that there's not a place for service there always there is and there always will be but i think in a lot of ways because so much of the technology has been specialized up until now i mean if you look at being an artist an anime artist i mean i'm using a random example but up until now you would have had to learn step by step painstakingly how to animate and now suddenly okay maybe this is a different question but or or you know conversation but now we have generative ai that's coming in yeah. and what do you do do you ignore that it exists or do you fear it or do you you know kind of move with it and use it to your advantage so i think what is going to happen with web3 and this is definitely something that i i can very clearly see unfolding um because i saw the same thing with the internet um when everything suddenly went online but i say suddenly because it wasn't actually suddenly it was suddenly to me keeping my ear to the ground and i saw the unfolding because i was part of it i was working in that industry but to other people it wasn't sudden at all it took a long time so i think it's really interesting that as a company you take this approach of look people want to create and they want to create simply easily um i mean i think the the proliferation that we are seeing of no code platforms it's so timely because now is the time when people go i don't want to wait until i reach this level or until i have these resources i want to be able to do it now and i mean this is a luxury that up until now only brands had because of their big budgets but what we are seeing in this new technology is as is always the case big brands because of their budgets they can take the lead so they can do it in ways that almost paves the way for for the rest of us um so yeah i'm i'm very very happy to hear that there are just more and more of these platforms out there whatever this whatever the service equi- equivalent was but it's being almost not replaced but enhanced with the do it yourself platforms but i i want to zone in on dates because you mentioned 2021 as we know it was an incredible year in so many different ways um i mean it was also a bad year and others because it was almost like you know the 
the cat isn't home so the mouse lets loose and does whatever it can so it was a great and a terrible year but it felt good right because there was so much growth and energy and explosion and hope and hopium <laughs> to an extent um so 2022 the situation is very different um i mean we saw the decline nfts almost as a entirety the market cap fell to next to nothing and i mean we all have our own thoughts some say this was bad some others say this was good and you know everyone is kind of on the spectrum somewhere in between but now we are in a new year and we don't know what this year is going to hold but at the moment we are seeing some signals that are quite positive but again it so much depends on which angle you're speaking from i'm saying this as a startup founder who speaks to hundreds of different projects every single week on different platforms you know face to face read this listen to that so i'm so well informed but it might also be that from someone else's perspective this might not be the best year so it really depends on kind of you know where you where you slot it in but yeah i'd love for you to talk a little bit about what are you seeing from 2021 to 2022 and now heading into this new year that might or not be a better year than last year and the year before sure so and if you look at 2020 you know uh, 2023 right now, uh, you know, honestly, it's it's going to be a progressive year for the entire space, right? I mean, I've not seen or rather I've not heard from anyone saying any technology advance, advancement, right? I mean, now we're talking about, we talked about the Web2, you know, formation, the early 1990s and 2002 and 2003, uh, you know, it, it is, it will take a bit of, you know, time for any technology advancement to fully, you know, utilize the capacity of what it can do for the consumers, right? I mean, if you look at Web3, you know, it's going to be there for the next 30 years. I mean, I mean, the way it is, it is built around the way, you know, it, it, it it's going to serve the next generation of internet users. Uh, it's going to be there for next 30, 40 years. So we will have to go through a period of a minimum of five to six years, you know, with ups and downs, right? So ups in a sense, I'm not saying that we're going to have a graph which is going to be completely inclined towards a, an extreme height. Uh, but when I say up, it's it's a progressive growth where people, more people try to understand what this is all about. And uh, especially the foundation of, of blockchain, you know, I mean, from a capacity point of view, we could, you know, as, as a founders, as, as part of the, you know, stakeholder where we build or shape this industry, we could figure out, you know, what, what all blockchain could do, right? And, but it will take some time for the new, you know, users to understand, learn, right? There will be users who are going to be sticking onto this technology. There will be users who are not, you know, fast learners or quick learners, will drop out will start saying you know that this is not going to not going to work for me i mean see for example let's talk about wallets i mean there are people you know who are who, are, who have got used to a simple you know process of signing up using your email you know signing up to your you know phone numbers or whatnot i mean there are a lot number of technology we can talk about in the last 15 20 years which has come in and we are using it without even knowing that we're using it right because it has packaged in a way that you know consumers are 
don't feel that it's it's a new technology but for unfortunately for web3 we are not at that stage where we can build everything as user friendly as possible but we are heading towards that 2023 is going to be a year where we're going to see a lot of developments mm-hmm. happening towards an easy transition from web 2 to web 3 right we've already started seeing that in web 2022 right in terms of there are a lot of startups coming in be it defi be it the apps including us i mean right now we also launched uh, you know a feature where you know you don't need to create a wallet you know from scratch to get into your marketplace or get into you know metaverses you can still you know just sign in using your emails right i mean it took us at least more than a year for us to build this feature a basic feature you know for metaverse similarly 2023 you know we're going to see a lot of movement towards that direction i wouldn't say this is this is going to call for a mass adoption see mass adoption is something again you know depends on the definition right i mean for me mass adoption is something where people tend to use it in a in a more frequent way people tend to feel that it's more convenient than the digital web 2 or the real world it's going to take a lot of years for us. Trust me, by end of maybe by 2020, 2030, we could see that mass adoption of, you know, those things are happening. But until that, it's going to be a graph where we're going to learn a lot. We're going to learn, especially the community, what we're going to serve on, right? We still don't know. We know what blockchain could deliver. We don't know what we could serve for the next generation of community using the blockchain, right? That's where we're coming up with e-com metaverse, social gamified, because see the next generation of consumers, if you look at the 15 years or 22 years, internet users, they are more inclined towards the gaming culture. I mean, I've not seen one who have not played a single game, you know, over the last eight to 10 years. So when these segment of audience becomes a major consumer market over the next five to six years, the way they expect brands to communicate or, or convey things to them needs to be more in a gamified more is more in an immersive you know environment that's where we see a lot of developments happening in metaverse that's where all these big brands are you know creating separate teams to first you know research about this generation understand what they want understand what they like and then slowly start building that in the you know digital world or the virtual world we call it as metaverse so 2023 is going to be a progressive year. I'm not seeing, you know, anything going down abruptly. There will be ups and downs. I mean, we have seen that. Web3 has seen that. Crypto has seen that. I mean, it's not the first time we had the bear market. It's almost the fourth or fifth time we're having that bear market. And we have, you know, came back again strong every time when we go down, right? And it's going to be the case, forget about 2023. It's going to be the case in 2024, 2025, until 2030. We're going to see all these ups and downs, but trust me, this is the future. You know, I want to just extract from this whole conversation, just the beauty of education, because I'm sitting here thinking to myself, I can't believe it's my job to talk to people about this stuff because it feels like I should be paying to do this. (laughs) You know, it's, it's, it's such an incredibly rich environment where you are talking to other people who are actively engaged with what the future is going to hold and I think this for me is so much of what you said boils down to is we are 
running the race and we are way over there. And then when we look back, we don't understand, but why, why is the crowd not cheering for me? Because, you know, I just won. But the crowd doesn't even see you because the crowd is watching, you know, the rest of the race and, and it's much slower than your little sprint that you did. So I think this is what I've understood over, I mean, I don't know, I've I've been in, in Web3 back then, we didn't call it Web3, um, but since 2017, and I've seen the hopes and the dreams of mass adoption. Um, every year, you know, this is the year that we're going to do adoption, like this is the year. And I love what you said about this being a progressive year, and it completely depending on what your definition is, because if you want mass adoption where the heavens open up and some deity comes out of the sky and, you know, there's fireworks because, oh, mass adoption is here. Well, that's never going to happen. But if we look at the internet of today, as you said earlier, I mean, there was a time when there was just no internet and you and I know this because we grew up in that world. I was saying to somebody the other day, I mean, we can't even begin to imagine what it feels like to have technology, internet, computers, phones, in your life from the time you're a baby. I can't comprehend that. It's even if I try to understand what it must be like, I have no idea because I had a life before all of this, you know? So in the same sense, it's so incredibly important. I, I really loved how you said, it's not for everybody right now. It's for those people who are going to take the opportunity that's here now, and they're going to apply it or run with it in whichever capacity they want, whether they are a startup founder and they create a new company or whether they are a big brand or just someone who loves technology and after a few years realizes, oh my God, but I can actually change my life with this. You know, it's not about the chart and what the price is at now. And that's one conversation of many. So tell me, um, you say that it's a year of progress and I 100% agree, but where do you think, where are the, what, what's going to be the key areas of progress? So we've seen a lot of movement with brands. Um, I'm personally seeing a lot of movement with web 2.5. So rather than kind of jump into this term that no one even knows what it is and okay, but how am I going to run this race and not be the only one, you know, at the finish line? Um, so where do you think the key areas are going to be that will be noticeable? The people at the end of the year will go, wow, these were the defining moments or, you know, defining sort of periods or events uh, in, in Web3's uh, timeline. Sure. So if you look at, you know, this 2023 uh you know there are there are two perspectives to answer this one is from a from a user perspective you know how things are going to be as you rightly said web 2.5 is is going to be something an interesting you know development going to be happening i mean there are going to be a lot of you know startups who are going to be bridging this gap you know to make sure that things are pretty easy for users to understand learn and start building whatever they want to build or start engaging with this new set of you know world that we are building but from a brand's perspective you know it's going to be very very important year i mean maybe you know if i have to give you a number or a percentage you know by early 
when when nfts or web3 was 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 born or was started you know when we started talking about this this term in 2020 maybe less than 0.5 percentage of the the brands wanted to try this wanted to try this they did not even try this i mean people who believe this people who understood this stepped in and and they showed the way how to you know use this technology maybe by 2021 we see we saw at least about five you know percentage of brands you know starting to build strategies around metaverse by 2022 we see those companies stepping into you know web3 you know either by dropping an nft building communities working collaborating with artists collaborating with celebrities because web3 the 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 major aspect of web3 is that you need to have a community i mean you can't just claim whatever you have built in the web2 world claiming that you have a similar set of community in web3 it's completely different ball game right i mean over there you can still claim whatever how much ever that you do from a from a you know community perspective you can just take your facebook or or social media channel followers as your community you might not even know know what your community are of i mean what do they really want from you right it's all about just you you know produce anything you push it across the market people buy it and you don't even know what type of people buy what type of products that you're launching but web3 is completely different i mean before even launching the product you need to build that community right i mean community is going to be the king or queen i mean in the next 20 20 years you know you're going to do something you're going to build something launch something you know until unless your community approves it prior to the launch it's going to be really really hard for you to you know launch something in the market so for brands 2023 we've already seen that i mean i told you right i mean commerce perspective you know what we're building as an ecom gamified metaverse we haven't launched it yet we are we are you know tentatively plan to launch it by by mid of march and april but we've already have close to about you know 60 plus brands of what the land parcels they've started building some amazing you know immersive experiences for for their community and and though we are inclined towards ecom metaverse but we see a lot of brands you know taking in a lot of use cases i mean they are building amazing use cases that even as a builder of metaverse we have not thought about things you know what what brands are thinking which means brands have invested a lot of r&d over the last one year brands who are stepping in 2023 are, are just not stepping in just because they have to step in they have done enough homework the last one year they have waited they have watched you know when i say watched not just you know understanding how this community is moving they watched the mistakes of other brands in terms of what they have done in 2021 and 2022 and now we see 2023 brands coming up with a very very strong strategy in terms of how to build this right i mean they assume this could work but the point is they also have a plan be saying maybe this might not work but we are okay to innovate we are okay to you know learn from whatever that we're building i mean what we want what is our community expecting nobody knows until or unless if you bring in your community to play within a space get them you know engage with whatever you're trying to build over there then you will know about what they want and then you start tweaking about you know how how you want to serve the community maybe in the later stages so that's how brands are moving towards i mean they are building amazing strategies they are building amazing experiences more importantly people 
use metaverses not just to sell but also communicate you know the brand stories i mean something which you can't do it in the real world brands are trying to do that in the metaverse and in a more unrealistic way because we're always inclined towards this wow factor every consumer over there i mean whenever we see something very pleasing you go walk down you know across a street out of 20 shops if there is one or two shops which has built an amazing exterior we say wow this shops looks interesting it's because of way you position yourself in a in, in front of your consumer eyes similarly when you want to build something on metaverse brands are coming up with something really really unrealistic i mean it's you know the innovation the thought process the ideas are unlimited i mean you can build whatever you want to build unlike in real world there are a lot of restriction to build you know what you want to build but in metaverse people are brands are building some interesting concepts especially you know if i have to talk about certain brands where they don't see there is a survey that 90% of the customers they have not dropped into their real world stores or 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 you know complexes you know over the last 3 4 years but they are buying the product somehow right but they have not seen they have not stepped in like for example there's a tire company that we are working with i mean it's one of the world's largest tire brand and what they've seen is they're not able to communicate or engage with the audience in the real world because i don't see when when did i last stepped into a tire store and and understood the types of tires and bought a tire right and now they are building in metaverse they're building an amazing experience center where you know they're all talking about they they're showcasing how how tires are being built what is the entire supply chain i mean they educate you know how to choose best tires right these things you know you 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 cannot do this in the real world you know whatever you know marketing campaign that you do you won't be able to get that communication you know uh you know done with with the community who you want to target on so that's how brands are building i mean there are a lot of things i can talk about uh you know i i don't know if if i can give you a lot more information because those are ips of different brands but i can give you you know an, a holistic view of how brands are seeing this Wow, that that is so fascinating because there's this conversation happening in the industry about hype versus utility, and you can either have hype. I mean, this has been, you know, not let's say it's an unspoken rule. If you want to raise funds, and this was the twenty twenty one thinking, if you want to raise funds, just get as much hype as possible. It doesn't matter about the utility. and then on the other end we have let's say defi companies and there's a lot of you know there's been a lot of utility but then maybe the hype is not there but so what i'm hearing from you is there's such a healthy balance when it comes to bigger brands because they are not taking and i i don't want to say bigger brands because i think it is already open to anyone it's not that only big brands can do this it's just that generally speaking big brands have the capacity and the resource to experiment at a very very early stage um but for sure there are other people already building and using the same technologies and many more will come in but uh because you are an existing company and you don't necessarily need to raise funds to start the company or you don't need to raise funds to grow the company i think that really leaves them open to balancing the hype and the utility because yes there should be hype because hype is just in some sense a synonym for attention 
the problem is that we forget that it's it's two sides of the same coin we only want the hype but what do we do with the hype after we have it i mean it's like i go outside my door and i see a bunch of street animals and i have hold up a big bag of food and i say come 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 get it come eat but as soon as they are there I close the door because I don't know what to do with them because I don't actually have any food in the back. So, I mean, in the same sense, this is what we've seen in Web3. But now brands, as much as people don't want, people don't want the regulation, people don't want the commercialization, the capitalization of this industry. But at the same time, it's really bringing a very healthy balance um, that I can especially see as you've been expanding on this idea that utility is always there, because if there's no utility, then why are you even doing this? And the interesting thing is that this is how the audience, the everyday user, this is how they are going to demand utility, right? Because the only reason they are there right now, I mean, why would I go to the metaverse of a tire company? I agree with you. I can't remember when last I was at a tire company. But I'm thinking, I don't want to go to a metaverse of a tire company. And then the next thought, huh, but it would be pretty cool to see in the metaverse how a tire is built, you know? So, so, so suddenly that wow factor, because it's still early. But again, enough brands do this, and then we have to go to the next generation of innovation, because now this is no longer enough. So yeah, very important to watch this space, even if you are not ready to implement. And this is any level of business. But I want to put you on the spot. You had a great answer about what 2023 will hold. But what is a unpopular opinion that you have about NFTs in 2023? Can we get some... Uh, controversial thinking or i think at this point everyone has controversial thinking because i'm not sure there's any sound positive thinking anymore <laughs> so you know on a, on a daily routine you know we tend to talk to a lot of you know nft project owners and communities who are involved with those projects uh, a very unpopular or not something great about that's happening or going around in this industry is the question of when would my investment or my project, which I invested onto, is going to go blank. <laughs> when I say blank, I mean, there are, that is, since we've seen over the last few months, there are a lot of, you know, companies like FTX, a lot of, you know, projects, you know, turned out to be a rug pull rather than providing any value utility, you know, as opposed to what they promised. So, you know, that's something which in 2023, people are going to be watching out. I mean, rather than more than watching, they are little, you know, ha have that tendency of, you know, where where are my project owners? I mean, there are multiple. I don't know if if somebody who are listening in, in this podcast, uh, how many of them have already invested into NFTs? But uh, you need to really watch out. You need to really understand in terms of who uh, who's running the project that you're investing on and what capacity they have, what they have built. What is a vision mission? See, that's very important in terms of understanding or, you know, in terms of learning what they want to do because it's all about identity. Every project out there builds a unique identity. And when you relate to that identity, you invest into that NFT, provided if there is a value or utility, you know, be it in the real world or in the metaverse. So any, every project, right? In 2021 or 2022, we see projects giving you real world utilities. 
but slowly by end of 2022 and beginning of 2023 we see a lot of projects lot of existing nft projects who have done multiple drops nft drops over the last you know couple of years they've all started adding utility in the metaverse too right i mean there are different worlds are being built right i mean honestly we we are just talking about maybe not more than four or five you know uh, virtual worlds out there but trust me there are hundreds of virtual worlds that are being built with amazing you know purpose behind those worlds so nft projects whatever that you have invested people the owners are trying to figure out they're breaking their heads in order to how to you know maintain the interest of my buyers right in, in a, because it's high time that buyers are going to be questioning in terms of you know where is this investment is going what are you trying to do i mean what type of value you're going to add more so unpopular opinion for 2023 would be something where everybody has that fear of when my project is going to be you know going down but you know you touch on something so important if we remove the web3 aspect from the equation how many people would randomly just invest in anything um if it's a traditional stock market, do you just throw, I mean, I know it's very different because Web3 is very experimental, but how, how easily do people part with their money, even at a traditional stock, in traditional stock, when they know the growth is maybe not incredible, but they trust in these brands they've been to get, they've been around for decades, even in some cases for hundreds of years. So you put a lot of thought into it, but then you come into Web3 and suddenly, well, I mean, did you know you can 60X or 100X? And, and suddenly you throw your money at it without even understanding what it is. So I think this is another aspect of the education that really has to be strengthened and lifted up almost. Because if you, if you think about it like a table, I mean, one leg might be the gains that you're going to make. But there are other legs. And when you are investing, you should be so mindful of what you are trying to get out of it. Because I think, as you rightly say, it's all about identity. So if I'm investing in something, and this is not the traditional stock market, um, I definitely would not invest in certain companies in the traditional stock market because what they do is completely against my values and my ethics. So I wouldn't do it in Web3 either but i'm not a speculative investor now there is a place for those people but i think unfortunately the conversation has become so centered around that is what web3 is it's a bunch of people desperately trying to get rich and they th just throw money at projects that run away with it and so really what i'm getting from this conversation is just how important it is i mean and, and i i get this from every conversation because this is the basics of the business world is an nft project is no different from a business and a metaverse project is no different from a business in the real world we still have to have a value have value statement and mission and we still have to have certain fundamentals that we build on and one of these is if I get someone's attention once, how do I sustain that attention? So that is the same question that every single business owner in every industry 
with any technological era has ever asked, because that's the key question, right? So tell me, we have covered so many different uh, aspects in terms of the metaverse and NFTs and the industry, but how is the metaverse going to change the lives and NFTs as part of that, uh, of the average person, um, the average consumer who doesn't know anything about what we are talking about right now? Firstly, thank you for asking this question because this is the most important question for this session is what I would say, right? In terms of how this is gonna be changing lives of common people. I mean, what people are gonna be, how people are gonna be utilizing metaverse in future. So if fundamentally, what I see is Web3 metaverse is gonna be something, it's gonna change your lifestyle in the future. It's a change of lifestyle, not just a change of technology, right? I mean, it's a change of lifestyle, you know, when you wake up, you ended up being, you know, reading your phone or looking at your phone. I mean, that's how we all do these days. I mean, that's the, our lifestyle have changed. I mean, without phone, I'm pretty sure, you know, not more than a day that we can survive, right? Especially technology enabled persons like us, trust me, we won't be able to survive beyond a day. Similarly, metaverse is going to be a kind of a lifestyle change where, you know, people are going to be, you know, exploring different, you know, worlds, different experiences built by brands, which you're using it on a regular real world basis. I mean, you use a lot of branded items on your regular, you know, real world scenario, maybe your watch, maybe your coolers, maybe your t-shirts, shoes, whatever that you use, maybe a cosmetic, uh, or, or a personal product that you've been using, all these brands are gonna be, you know, coming into Metaverse and giving you a lot more experiential or immersive way of communicating what they're gonna launch in the next future. I mean, trust me, all projects are gonna be first Metaverse, you know, products, and then they'll come to the real world for a simple fact that Metaverse will have a selective, loyal community who gives a direct feedback in terms of how that new project is all about. And from there, they'll start to plan to launch in the real world. For the common people, right, when they want to explore metaverse, the first, you know, thing they'll get into is, is a wallet. I mean, and then it's going to be every asset that you, you know, wear or you expose to becomes an NFT. So it's not that NFT is something where you invest and you wait for that project to grow and then gain the return from it. That's, that's the initial set of Web3 you know, growth we have seen. In the future, if you have to step in into it, just like how we step out of a house, we need, uh, we need to wear a nice t-shirt, nice pants, nice shoes, nice coolers, hats, whatever, however you want to you know, express yourself in the real world. The similar set of things you will start expressing in the virtual world too. All those, you know, assets, we call it as glass is an asset, t-shirt is an asset. All these assets, assets are also NFTs, right? So the common man, when he wants to be part of a community in the metaverse, which will have a lot of value that you won't get in the real world. Maybe a t-shirt, what I'm wearing right now, you know, cost me say $100. 
maybe in metaverse that could cost me way less than $100 which nobody would want to miss at i mean i really it's it's just a matter of signing in and just claiming those tokens or nfts whatever that brand is launching in the metaverse but when you go there you step into a different world i mean you want to explore a lot of things not about just buying i mean there there are going to be live concerts there are going to be a lot of you know things happening in that world so everything becomes nft for a common man getting into metaverse whatever that you want to express in that world becomes an nft becomes an asset right you don't have to really worry about the investment that you do the gain that you're going to get now those things are going to be slowly going away those are still going to be there but uh, you know predominantly we will see you know people investing into assets which gives them a better you know look or gives them a better feeling of expressing themselves in that world where they don't care about the returns on the investment what they've made on the asset as an nft yeah we have some exciting times up ahead um i think for me what really stands out about this whole evolution of web3 is the immersiveness of it we are creatures we are a species that loves to escape somewhere else and there are healthy ways of doing this i mean you can go i i went hiking yesterday it was amazing i forgot about the world i was out in the mountains you can do this via drugs and alcohol which is definitely not advised um you can do this via music or looking at art and very soon you'll be able to enter other people's minds in a way that you couldn't before because as you said so many of these brands are so innovative and out there and i mean if you up until now have only had the experience of playing a game um the i don't know the web two way um and suddenly i mean i know gaming is something that we definitely there's going to be a lot of changes in the future that we won't necessarily see now already but whether you are using an nft for any of the 200,000 purposes that are going to be out there that you can use the technology for or being in a metaverse for whatever reason um i think what always stands out for me is coming back to this idea of definitions if my definition of a metaverse is x and you tell me oh but the metaverse is so great i don't quite agree with you and i might even change my opinion of you because what do you mean the metaverse is great um and i mean that's not the definition for everybody what it is for me so i think a lot of conversation needs to happen over the next few years um especially things like we are doing now um people need to have these conversations they need to understand uh they might not need to understand everything but they need to understand things in bite-sized chunks um and related to where they are so it's amazing to hear about all of the brand movements that are happening because i think they are going to pioneer the space um not i don't want to say shape because i think there's so much room for everybody to come in and this is really for me the most democratizing thing about web3 is literally the technology is there and anyone can use it you don't need to be a big brand um i mean especially with platforms like yours it's so easy to use this technology so anyone can come in and help shape and people are helping and they will still but uh, the big brands are definitely going to pioneer a lot of the other possibilities that's not just investment and i think uh, as you say 
we will slowly be seeing a phasing out of all of this because when the average person starts onboarding, I mean, we have examples like Reddit that doesn't call it NFTs and we have Starbucks with their loyalty program. And these companies are really, really successful at getting users onto these Web3 platforms. But they are not really making the focus on Web3. They are just making the focus on, I mean, if you, if you join, this is what you get. And yeah, it's, it's exciting times. I think that we are going to see a lot of very, very interesting things happen this year over the next five, 10, 20 years. And probably by the time that we are old and gray and we are watching this video because we want to reminisce about the distant past, we won't be able to believe uh, what level of conversation this was because the world will look completely different. Um, so Ashok, yeah, thank you so much for your time to think just incredible insights and very great landscape check of what is happening um so any last thoughts before we close and also please let us know uh, where would be the best place for people to follow you or um, the company or both sure so my last uh you know closing sentence would be you know for both the brands as well as for the common people I mean, we all know that there was time where, you know, we were finding it difficult to how to use a mobile phone, right? I mean, nobody wanted to have a mobile phone, but now it's inevitable. I mean, you can't just be without accessing device like mobile phone or, or a technology like internet, right? So soon or the later, the world is going to be changing, right? I mean, we already see, you know, see a lot of surveys saying that in the next, you know, three or four years, 60% of the world population will be the Gen Z or the millennials. I mean, when I say world population, the population who are using the internet, the new internet, right? So if you don't want to look, you know, left behind, I mean, it's right time that, that you know, I'm not asking you to invest, you know, any resources or money into it, invest your time. I mean, you know, invest your, your minds in terms of learning, understanding what is this technology is all about. If you know, if you have acquired every information around this and then step into this again to learn. I mean, nobody, nobody can actually, you know, step into this after. If you think that I need to know everything, all A to Z about blockchain, A to Z about metaverse, NFT, and then I want to step in and understand what's all about. Trust me, you will not even learn the tip of the iceberg, right? The best way to learn is get into it, right? I mean, nothing better than sitting outside the shore and seeing how big is the ocean. Step into the ocean so you'll know a lot more about how beauty is that ocean is all about. Similar, that's how blockchain and metaverse is all about. Step into this, learn a lot, and, and just, you know, gear up yourself for the next internet that is going to be coming up really, really very soon. I'm not going to say how soon that is, that's, but that's very soon that you're going to see that huge change towards how you see internet from, from using it right now. Absolutely agreed. So why do you prefer to be contacted or followed? Uh, what's your, what's your, I think this is probably the most important question at this strange juncture that we have right now in the world. What is your favorite web two social media platform? <laughs> so you can, you can follow me on Twitter uh, at Ashi uh, web three, Ashi underscore web three. And you could also follow me on LinkedIn, uh, Ashok Balaswarmanian. You can follow our uh, company page, NFTically, and also Com Earth. 
I mean, there are a lot of amazing, uh, you know, initiative we are launching in the next couple of weeks for you to, you know, get into our world and experience a lot of different things in our world. And, uh, you know, in our world, we have eight continents and uh, we're going to launch just one continent in the first phase and then launch multiple continents later on. And every continent is, you know, built with 80% of topography, which means 80% of oceans, rocks, mountains, as you see in the real world, maybe 15% are with land parcels with, you know, brands or communities or celebrities, artists, take up those land parcels and engage on, on every regular week or day to, you know, with the, with the community. So there are a lot of initiatives, a lot of prizes, a lot of exciting stuff going on, not just from Comath, also from the brands associated with Comath, the communities associated with Comath. I mean, all 12,000 marketplace owners who we are powering, you know, are going to be stepping into our world in the next coming months or coming years. That's, that's how, that's, that's the beauty of us launching Metaverse because we already are serving a huge community and there are going to be a lot of things that's going to be giving away, uh, given away for, for, for the new users to learn more about the community, more learn more about the products, learn more about the brands. So follow Commerce, follow NFTically on LinkedIn and Facebook and Instagram. We are available everywhere. We also have Discord. We also have Twitter. So please follow us and, and you know, be prepared in terms of face, facing the next internet. Perfect. That sounds very exciting. Um, so speaking of asking the community what it wants, I now that we have moved over to... Uh, a video recording rather than um, the Twitter spaces that we used to have. I no longer have a signature hello and I no longer have a signature sign off. So I almost feel like I don't quite know how to close the episode. So yeah, if you if you uh, have any suggestions, if you're listening to this, please contact us at Adlunum and tell us uh, what do you prefer. Um, but so Ashokia, thank you so much. This was absolutely amazing to be spending this time with you today. I think as always, it just gives me so much hope for what is being built behind the scenes. Um, and I think we are going to see some amazing changes uh, happening all over in the next few years, definitely, but even the next few months, uh, you know, way closer to where we are now. Um, so definitely agreed, keep eyes peeled and ears open because everyone is doing, I mean, everyone as in probably still it's 0.1 percent of the world population but everyone who is doing something is doing something and so this is a really exciting time um i know that i missed you know the early sort of my generation wave of the internet and i've always felt uh, like i really missed out and so if you're listening to this you don't need to be a brand you don't need to be you don't need to be anything else than an ordinary human being who is curious and wants to learn more. And that's exactly what's going to put you in the right place because not everyone likes to learn. Not everyone likes to know what tomorrow is going to bring. A lot of people, for some reason, like to be surprised. And unfortunately, if you're surprised, it's very often an unpleasant surprise. So uh, yeah, be proactive and, and listen to conversations like these and definitely follow Ashok. Um, we'll have all of this in the show notes as well. So uh, yeah, Ashok, thank you so much. It was an absolute pleasure. And I look forward to seeing what you guys are going to build. In fact, I actually want to speak to you a little bit more about this because I'm writing a book this year um, that's very much focused on 
looking at the practicalities of Web3, how people can apply uh, Web3 technologies, you know, in their lives, in their businesses um, now already. Um, so yeah, I would love to speak to you a little bit more about, um, yeah, some of the insights of what you guys are seeing. So let's let's connect, uh, yeah, for a future for a future um, chat and would also be very nice to be able to bring that to the community and showcase you know, what, what you are seeing from this unique vantage point. Because um, I think that's really the key, as you say, is you see a lot of things that are being built uh, that people aren't, don't have access to. And so your insights are so invaluable in the sense. Um, so yeah, we're looking, looking forward to have you on again. Um, and with that, speak to you in the audience uh, next week on the future of NFTs. Cheers. You've been listening to the future of NFTs. Subscribe to this podcast on your favorite streaming platform like Spotify or iTunes. Connect with AdLunum on Twitter at AdLunum Inc. or our website, adlunum.cc.